Yeah, always have a future target. <laughs> that was totally intentional. Hello. How does this thing work? I don't know. Is this thing on? Hello, Mike. <laughs> We're skipping feedback because it's been too long. There cannot possibly be <laughs> any feedback. Okay. Because <laughs> I have no idea <laughs> I don't know what happened feedback-wise. I mean, people spoke to me. I spoke back probably. Time passed. We did a whole bunch of automation stuff. Right. Oh, I do remember that we were wrong about the smart home device. You cannot use an old phone. You need to use the iPad. This is true. For the, the Apple home thing, which is a bit annoying, but eh, whatever, fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I've read stuff in the show notes. Well, not, I keep saying show notes, but it's the episode outline. Eh, not that this is much of an outline. This is just a list of stuff that we want to talk about. A bulleted list of rants. But let's make it sound like it's <laughs> a well thought out outline. Uh, uh, some of the stuff I put on here, like, I don't even care about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that happens. I know. I wanted to have a big rant about the coda pricing. We can start there. That's like news, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Since we've, uh, we're quite associated with the coda brand at this point in time. <laughs> this is true. Coda has pricing now when we're paying for it. Yeah, so yeah. Um, yes, that's now. <laughs> I knew it would happen. I was scared of this from the very first day I started using Coda. I'm like, ah, I really like everything they have in here. They're going to come out with a pricing model and it's going to suck and it's going to make me sad. And then it did suck. It did suck a lot. And now it sucks a little bit less, but still, still sucks a bit. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I've ran it to you about it. But maybe we should give an overview of what it is first. Okay. Yeah. Cool. We can skip going into what Coda is. Coda is just an online doc thing. I think people will know at this point. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll we'll put a well for listeners just joining. In. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Um, I don't know how you find yourself here, but uh, <laughs> Godspeed. <laughs> Coda. Coda is uh, just an online doc. It's like Google Sheets meets Google Docs hybrid. We both really love it and we use it and it's where everything, we basically run the whole podcast on it, which is why <laughs> we are not paying for it. Um, <laughs> but initially the pricing model came out. I, it's been so long now that I can barely remember the initial pricing, but they they released pricing for makers. So you pay per, they called them makers, but that's basically the person building the doc. Yeah. And then for each maker you had, I think two or three uh, editors. Something like that. But yeah, there was a, a limited amount of editors that could then use the doc per maker that you pay for. So the idea was then if you needed more people to use the doc, then you have to also pay more maker spots. Yeah. People were outraged by this <laughs> because it seems like most people had one maker and a lot of editors. Exactly, yeah. And it was just crazy expensive. So then before I go into how they change the pricing, then they also have this weird... 25, 25. I can't see it anymore because I've not paid for it. So you don't see, can you still see the docs stuff? Yeah, I'm on mine, my personal docs, and I can see it here. I think they split it to be, it's 50 of everything now. Okay. So they, so you get in your doc, you can have a thousand rows in like tables all together, which is fine. That's more than you could ever yes. need. That's that's fair. That I'm totally fine with that. And then they split out a different section called objects, and you can have fifty of them. Now, what they consider to be objects is sections, so basically tabs or pages, and also then there's tables and views, which are just that tables or views of tables. 
the most ridiculous one, formulas, and then finally, buttons in controls. So of those four, you can have any combination up to 50. Sections? Okay, maybe. It's not a lot. Tables? That's like their main thing is everything is a table and you can view it and splice it different ways using the next one, formulas, which is, you want me to pay to access the data in a view? No. Yeah. Um, I'm also not happy with how they split that up. Um, it feels, well, the 50 objects is just way too little. I mean, you hit that in an hour or two of messing around in code. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, it's, I guess the limit makes sense in a way that they want to limit the free tier so that it's not too resource intensive on this side, I guess. Yeah. Um, but also I don't know how resource intensive it really is in terms of processing because a lot of it happens client side. Yeah, I think so as well. It makes sense. They need to get people paying for it so that the company can make money. Sure. But I think it's still very much getting in the way of people trying it out and then actually liking it because of all the power behind it. At this point, it feels more like there's this free version, which is a really stripped down one. Mm. And especially with a lot of the packs not being in it, I don't think more people are really going to want to play with it too much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just cheap like usual. <laughs> <laughs> I browse a bit on the forums, but I don't know enough to make that assumption. Um, but, well, we'll have to see. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, for now, I used... Uh, because I, I've been using Coda so long, I got um, $30 credit. Thanks, Coda. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, so I, I started using that. So we'll uh, we're not we're not paying paying for it yet, but we will be paying for it in two months. Yeah. Because it's I didn't pay upfront. I paid um I'm just doing it monthly for now, which is actually $12 a month then, and not 10. Oh, okay. But once we run through the credits, I'll just pay up front for a year. Yeah, that's, that's fine. I mean, it is nice. It's so nice. It <laughs> It's a good tool. I don't mind using it. Yeah. Um, the other way that I'm justifying this is um, doing Coda contracting. Ooh. So, yeah. So as long as I'm doing Coda contracting, I can justify the paying the price. Yeah, <laughs> for Coda. that's fair. Because <laughs> it's it's literally bringing in money. <laughs> they just need to make their apps better if we're paying for it. Because come on, the apps are still so bad. So bad. It's so, so slow. It's so, so slow. slow. And yeah. the navigation. There is a quirk in the navigation that gets me every time. <laughs> I do, do you know what I'm talking about? I think I might. So when you go into a dock... Um, the top left. So if you go, hold on, I need to get my phone so I can, because I, I stopped using Coda on the mobile because of <laughs> yeah, this. Same. Also, this is the other thing. It also, it also, sign, it always signs. I know, out. it's so annoying. I've given up with trying to sign in on it on my phone. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Don't need it. I've got OneNote on my phone again and it's so much quicker. <laughs> we can get into that later. I'm disappointed. <laughs> um, it's loading. Coda is slow on the mobile. They really need to fix this. Okay, so when you're in a dock and you click top left, it takes you out of the dock. Yes, exactly. I always think the menu is going to pop up, but it doesn't. It just yes, takes you right I out. I always expect the menu because yes. on the desktop where I'm using it most of the time, the menu is on the left exactly. slide out. So I'm expecting the same kind of thing. So even though the menu is right there at the bottom in your face. Big, yeah. <laughs> I always expect to click top left yeah. and then I go back to my docks, like my old docks. Yeah, the, the view. All which is terrible. Yeah, bad UX. 
Yeah, no, it's terrible UX. Um, yeah, the desktop app, amazing UX. Yes, much, <laughs> much better. Terrible <laughs> UX. It's like toggle all over. Exactly, I was just about to say, like most things we love. <laughs> uh, you can get a good API and a good web app. Exactly, just it's all don't, you need. Don't expect a good mobile app. Or you can get a good mobile app, don't expect an API or a web app. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Vendor lock-in <laughs> or a nice web app. Those are your choices. Yeah. So speaking of things going away, Web task is probably going away <laughs> for real now. So I don't know. Are you still using web task or not at all anymore? Not anymore. This weekend I migrated all of my stuff off of it finally. So when I put web task service degradation on the list here, I had massive issues. Like none of my um, web task based um, series shortcuts were wanted to work. Like everything broke, nothing worked. And I was. I'm mad at myself for not migrating yet. And also, <laughs> I was like, I felt like the world is falling apart yeah, because yeah. none of my, yeah, I, my, yeah. You can hear <laughs> in my voice the feelings yes. that's coming back now. Yeah. Um, I literally, I was sitting with my phone in my hand. It was like, this thing is useless to me. <laughs> it's missing the glue that make all the parts go. And I realized how locked in I am with webtoss like i knew i was but I, it was in this moment it became very very real yeah then i tinkered with it a bit and i i eventually gave up and i couldn't get it working i was like okay i'll just make some time to um to get this working and then i went to bed and got up the next morning and habit clicked the shortcut because it's so ingrained <laughs> into me yes. into me and, and it worked huh? i was like okay i should probably remove it from the code doc now <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep it there because this is probably the start of yeah. it. I was getting the same for a couple of days. Some timers didn't run or they started like 10 minutes late or something, which they yeah. never used to do. Yeah. It's getting worse and worse. Then I saw you put it in and I'm like, ah, it's finally time. I've been putting it off for too long. Yeah. So I need to make time to do that. Um, I'm probably going to have to do it in the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah. You said you've uh, you've moved to Azure Functions, eh? Yes. Um, so initially, a couple of months ago, I did an investigation of all of the cloud functions, and I couldn't find anything that was as easy and nice as web task to use. So I pretty much gave up. And then since then, I haven't made any new web tasks. I have been building a .NET Core task runner essentially with a timer that just goes in an infinite loop and checks if there's tasks that run on a specific time um so that wasn't ideal but it works really well so it's fine and then i looked into azure functions the other day and i realized that they have got a cron trigger now which they might have had for a long time they just maybe didn't say it well or something or maybe it's a new thing i don't know but that was the main thing that was keeping me away and obviously azure docs are really crappy so it was difficult to find the information yep. but turns out if you install the visual studio code plugin for azure functions it's like three clicks and you've got a function that's running you can test it locally and it's like one more click to publish it and then it runs oh wow. so it, it essentially took me an hour to migrate all of my web tasks to azure and they're there now they've been running for a week no problems and i'm pretty happy okay cool you're gonna have to send me docs <laughs> it's very very easy um i, I okay. sent you the i posted in our slack the github thing okay um i'll put it in the show notes as well it's pretty much you can clone that and then right click publish if you want great stuff okay um and you need uh, obviously you need a 
paid Azure instance running, right? Uh, it creates one for you. The only thing you pay is the storage account where logs get put. But since that doesn't use any space, it's like $25 for a gigabyte, which you'll never need more. Okay. Cool. And I think you get a million runs of it free of the function. So it's it's you'll never really have to worry about it. Wait, a, a million in the lifetime or a million? I think like per month or something, a year. A I million per month. Yeah, they really want people <laughs> to run these functions. <laughs> okay, right. Microservices for the Exactly, win. yeah. I'm starting to think now, now that I know how the other thing works and I know there's a storage account linked to it, the API I use to run my start page, mm -hmm. that could basically be a web task server function that uses the local storage. Huh. No, no, no. I might want to play with that when I'm on holiday finally. <laughs> yes, almost. <laughs> okay, I'm definitely going to give um, give that a, a look-see. I'll, um, I'll clone that repo and I'll publish it and then I'll just take over all of your, all of your functions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go for it. Go cool. For it. All right, so, um, and you've, you've used Node, eh? Yes. Yeah, you can basically copy paste your web task thing and change the way they log to the console. Okay. And then you're ready to go. Oh, that's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, same. Like you can use NPM and whatever you want. It's all there. Great stuff. Okay, so I'm going to migrate all of mine then. Nice. I'm going to miss web task. It, it was really great. It was really it, great. It gave really, really good service for a very long time. We should uh, we should honor it somewhere. I think we should put like a. <laughs> we should make a thing on the website that says services we use, and then that'll be one of the honorable mentions. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. I've been meaning to ask you something for a very long time. Yes. And that is, how do you set a yearly theme? Um, <laughs> does one set a yearly theme, or does a theme choose you? <laughs> Okay, okay, I like this. That's good. <laughs> See, um, maybe I should give some context. Um, we both had birthdays semi-recently, depending on when you listen to this. <laughs> yes, that's so, true. I can both confirm and deny that. Statement. Yeah. <laughs> we have discussed previously that that is the point we use to define our start of a new year in our magical bubbles. So I'm in the new year now. And I, I, I quite like the idea of setting a theme because I sort of realized I've been without one for a long time because I had a big overarching theme that I have now achieved. So without the big overarching theme, it feels a bit stumbling about in the dark, I want to say. I envy you. So many possibilities. <laughs> so many possibilities. So little time. Start a few companies and feel the lock in this. <laughs> That whole thing, the more things you say yes to, the more things you technically say no to. Oh. Every yes to something is a no to something else. Yeah, that's, that's true. what it comes down to. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I envy your your blank canvas. I've got a blank canvas and I'm not entirely sure how to fill it up with stuff. Start chucking paint at it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, cool. So, random um, ideas. Go for it. <laughs> Rapid fire. <laughs> yeah, okay. So for me, the theme usually kind of just comes from reflecting a bit. So I am, I'm very late with my uh, annual review this year because work has been crazy and I haven't had time to really sit yeah. and, and think through everything. So I've um I've shaven off a few minutes here and there and made time, but not nearly enough time to compare to the amount of time that I usually put into my annual reviews. Yeah. So right now I'm also a bit 
stumbling in the dark and i've got an idea i've got a few ideas of the the general direction i want my theme to be in okay but i don't have a concrete theme yet so i'm still fleshing it out which kind of sucks because it's i'm almost done with the first quarter <laughs> of, of of my year because mine started in september yes. so uh jana was supposed to be closing my first yeah my first quarter so that's why i've got an idea of where i'm going and i'm starting to think about that so even if i don't reach anything concrete towards my theme within the first three months at least i would have had some put some thought into the direction i guess yeah. as you can hear i'm a bit all over the place right now that's expected do you want to speak about previous um themes or are we just going on with um... no i haven't i haven't really done the, the theme thing yet which is why i'm stumbling in the dark so themes themes for me started back in 2017 um that was the first time that i started doing themes and my first theme was um year of action okay. and that was the year that i well i said 2017 but it was actually 2016 so it's 2016 to 2017 okay, yeah. so it was 30 of 2016 is when i left full-time employment um and that was like the start of the year of action yeah <laughs> um and just i was focused on results and i was focused on getting stuff done and I was just tired of being in the day job and just not doing the stuff that I want to be doing. Yeah. Um, so that whole year was just all that action. And I had a bunch of goals towards those, uh, towards that theme. Um, it was mostly financial goals, but it was a good year. Absolutely killed it. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was, a, it was a good year. <laughs> then 2018, um, it was the year of independence. Ooh. That was where I was kind of starting to think about self-employment uh, seriously. Because while I was just grinding, doing the contracting thing, I wasn't really thinking of, you know, what does this look like? What's the foundation of this? And how do I turn this into something that's sustainable? Yeah. And sustainability being cornerstone of independence. Um, that was kind of where my, my thought process was at. Then 2019, I didn't. I kind of slipped up a bit and I didn't have a, a solid theme. Things weren't going well. We were off to a really, really bad start. End of 2018, start of 2019. Yeah, a lot happened. Um, and um, I was I was kind of thinking through how I approached my year of independence. And I felt like I, I think I missed the mark. So it was the, for me, it was the year of redirection. Ah. <laughs> it, was a, it was more realignment to be honest, and redirection. It was like, just take a step back, just just think about this, and it's just, whenever you do something, just think of the consequences, because I took on a lot of stuff in the previous year that I didn't think through, huh. and that ties in with the whole saying yes to stuff, which meant saying no to other stuff. Yes. And I didn't quite think all of it through. I was just going balls to the wall, <laughs> getting stuff done, and I locked myself in on a bunch of stuff. So I didn't yet let go of stuff because everything that i said yes to i really wanted to work on yeah so kind of walking away from something wasn't an option for me mm. it, it, it is it was an option but i didn't want to yeah so i felt that i i need to figure out how to make it work and i think i did that to a large degree in 2019 that's good there's still a few things that i feel need some attention and i need to find time for it because i am struggling to make time for it but uh it's it's way better than it was yeah making progress um my next year's theme is always based on my review of the past year so i'll look at how did my previous theme year go and now what will be my theme to improve the following year so 
based on what I learned this year is for me to get to everything that I said yes to means that I need proper systems in place, which my systems kind of fell apart over the past year and a half, uh, okay. I would say, um, because I started neglecting them and I started getting um, sidetracked and new shiny tools <laughs> yeah. and kind of, you know how it goes. You oh, find something yeah. new and shiny and you go over to that and then... yeah. Um, so at the moment, I don't have a name for my next theme yet, but it'll be something something to the lines of the year of systems or the year of intentionality, yeah. but being intentional with the systems and the stuff that I work on, I guess, is what I, I, I haven't quite thought the name out yet. Um, usually what I do is I find like a bunch of words and then I uh, Google the words and I try and look at alternative words and kind of find something that really resonates with me. It needs a cool name. Everything yeah. needs a cool name. My following theme year will be a year of, and I've already kind of started. That's why I said like, I, I don't need to know the exact name of the theme to know what it is and to start working towards it. So I've already started working towards it. Yeah. Okay. It's just that I don't quite know what it's called yet, but my theme for the next year is to get systems in place to make it easy for me to get to everything that I've committed to. Okay. I see. And if, when you do something like that, do you break it down into quarters or monthly check-ins or, or any of that kind of thing, or does it depend on the actual theme and how big or ambitious it is? So no, my theme, I don't care about the size okay. because the theme can go um, over two years Whoa. or three years if it needs to, because the theme is not my goal. Uh, yeah, the yeah. theme is just what guides my goal. Ah, I see. So, so my goal is what I'm actually working at yeah. and I'll, I'll have multiple goals. So I split my, I split my year into four quarters from my birthday until my next birthday. Um, and I always refer to my year um, with the age that I'm that year. So I'll, in my document, my planner and everything, it'll always be like, for instance, now 2019 to 2020, age uh, 31, yeah. because I'm currently 31. This is my 31st year. Okay, okay. So it'll be year 31 of me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And what have I achieved in year 31 of me, of being me? Yeah. For year... 31, I'm going to be focusing on getting the systems and stuff in place. But for year 31, I will have, I will split that into four quarters, each quarter consisting out of uh, 13 weeks. Yeah. For each one of those, I will have a goal that builds up to a larger goal. Oh, I see. Okay. So it's like a milestone. Yeah. So each, each 13 week cycle is a milestone towards the bigger goal. So if you have a weight loss goal for the year, then you'll do X amount in the first uh, quarter and then a little bit more in the next quarter and then to kind of stagger it out. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you've got a financial goal, we've got sales targets or whatever you want to achieve, you spend break it down into four quarters. I always try to not break it down, not divide by four, but always do like a... You start small and then you build on it, yeah. That's usually how I break it down. Um, and then I do... I'm terrible with daily reviews. Oh, yeah, I can't never do something daily. Yeah, um, I've tried. I did do it for a very long time, but it's just sometimes there's just not... Anything to report on. So yeah, today I did stuff. Yeah, but what I do want to get into is um, tagging again so doing time tagging 
So during the day, just start tagging stuff again that happened. It's almost like it's it's not journaling. It's like micro journaling or something. Okay. Uh, I want to give you an example. Yes, please. Uh, I need an example here. Okay. So f- let me, there's two ways that I'm currently attempting to do it. The one is with, uh, with rescue time. So if you use, if you pay for rescue time, there's a feature called, uh, it runs in the background. I don't know what it's called. I'll tell you now. Uh, time blocking, time checking, time marking. It's something like time marking, <laughs> but it's, of course it's it not is. time marking. <laughs> it's like, I think it's called tagging. Is it tagging? Highlights. It's called highlights. Ah, okay. So you can do highlights for the day. Um, and they've also got a pretty decent API. So I'm going to hook into the API and have a little, just a series shortcut during the day. Just do these little micro highlights yeah. of small wins during the day, you know, one went well. Um, if I think of something that I think there's a lesson to be learned out of this, you know, kind of log that, just throw that into rescue time. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing that I automatically log in there is also my commits and stuff. So I actually have a detailed trail in there of all my commits, um, code commits and stuff. Yeah. It's just like an extra thing that can be reported on and I don't have to manually go and get data from here and get data from there and now merge it together and see. Exactly, yeah. The other thing that I use is exists.io. Okay, yeah. So they also have a thing called tagging um, where you can tag your day with stuff, like with just tags that you define. So for instance, I want to start tagging stuff like, did I have hay fever today? And then tag that. Yeah. Did I drink enough water today? You know, tag that. Um, just like these little micro tags. Yeah. Um, Cause the cool thing with exist is it can then pull correlations. Yeah. From all the data points. Yeah. And it can tell me, you know, if you listen to blink on a Tuesday, <laughs> um, you're more likely to get hay fever. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, the more data that you throw at it, the more accurate it should yeah. get over time. And I'm, I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. Doing air quotes. <laughs> machine it's learning. It's just too much. Yeah, machine learning is great until it isn't. <laughs> so the cool thing with how that works though is you can rate correlations. Oh, so if yeah. you think it's a crap correlation, you can just rate it down to oblivion. So over time, it should get better. Yeah. If you think this is a good correlation or if you say this is a very, you can actually mock stuff as like just obvious. <laughs> right. So for instance, uh, you get more steps when you wake up earlier like oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that you can just like mark as obvious yeah. and, and okay cool just ignore that next time <laughs> but things like um, I'm more productive when I listen to music you know not everyone is so it's good for me to know I that don't understand I, those people but yeah okay but I literally have data that shows I am more productive when I listen to yeah, music good good yeah yeah because I do sometimes work without music a lot of time I do work with music and based on my rescue time stats and based on the uh, last FM stats I am just more productive when listening to music nice. and weird music <laughs> random stuff <laughs> Whatever is in Discover Weekly. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that can be weird sometimes. <laughs> some, some weeks, some weeks, I'm like, Spotify, what do you think of me? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is this? Is this a band name or is this a hipster shop? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, so go outside. All <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. 
we're talking about tagging stuff. As we do. It wouldn't it, it wouldn't be a relatively productive episode if we didn't get sidetracked. There we go. Um, so themes, goals, break down the goals in the milestones. That milestone gets, um, well, not specifically the milestone, but the goal as well. I would define tasks and habits um, and sometimes challenges. Um, that's kind of the three categories that I put things into something's either a task which means it's complete it's done once completed and done okay or it's a habit it repeats yeah i know some people say there's something called a recurring task but technically that's just a habit it's just a habit that's not daily <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's stuck, maybe yeah. weekly but like for instance um paying your bills at the end of the month like is that a recurring task or is that a habit i hope it's a habit i just see it as yeah. a habit think so it's just it's just a habit so i kind of just did away with recurring tasks and i'm just everything that recurs i just call habits now it's just easier it's less mental friction yeah and then challenges challenges usually go for a set amount of time and it has a set outcome that needs to be achieved not an outcome it's it's like a Usually it's a hypothesis that needs to be proved. Yeah, okay. So I would have come across some kind of information that has some kind of benefit and I want to test it and then I do a challenge. And that can be anything from a week to a month to a quarter. It's usually not longer than a quarter. Yeah, okay. Um, but it doesn't say couldn't be. Could be a year. Yeah, fair. Yeah, like taking a break from the internet. <laughs> could be a year. That's a year challenge. So that's kind of, I usually break my stuff. I break my goals up into that so it's tasks, habits, and and challenges. Yeah. Um, and that's basically it. Oh, okay, okay. It's just it's themes, goals, milestones, tasks, habits, challenges. That's too much for me to do. <laughs> maybe maybe my theme is planning, real planning, <laughs> <laughs> and then my goal is to start making goals you got to make them smart goals oh i hate smart goals i absolutely despise the term smart goal uh, what's a smart goal and why are there dumb goals then implied and um, yeah i don't know it's just i don't i don't like maybe it's that i i don't like um uh what do you call them anagrams uh, no it's not an anagram um it is an anagram right I, I don't know maybe a word made out of a oh a mnemonic 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 I don't know how you pronounce that word. Anemone. <laughs> what? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Where's the Google thing? Tell me how to say it. No, it's not an anagram. Anagram is a mix of words. It's a mnemonic. Yes, you're no, closer than I am. Mnemonic. A mnemonic device. That, geez, you completely, <laughs> I can usually say this, you completely screwed it up. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mnemonic device. Can anyone say it's this It's a word? mnemonic device. I don't know. But no, man, there's a different word for it. Acronym. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we should stop. Let's just call it here. <laughs> Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. These debtors make up smart. I, I dislike that very much. I dislike it so much, but, but, <laughs> but, <laughs> as much as I dislike it, it is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, fine, um, okay. It's, it's not wrong. Those five things do make for really good goals. Okay, great. Lovely. Um... I don't know. Maybe it just reminds me too much of Scrum. And every time I use Scrum, I get PTSD. Ah, yes, yes. 
Um, so I ranted for a very long time on how my theme stuff works. I think you need that, to tell me how good. yours doesn't work. <laughs> um, but, well, no, I, I think I need to go implement something and then I can feed back to you and you can critique my, uh, my process. Yes, please improve my process. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have an observation for the observation. I... I don't either. Oh no. I think, I think you can just cut it and then <laughs> no one will notice. <laughs> My observation is 